My name is Rich Ciotti. And I'm Paul Ford. And this is the Aboard Podcast. Good to see you, everybody. Or hear you. Or talk to you. I don't know. I'm a little confused. We about can't my... see them. Yeah, you're right. I learned that when I was four years old. My babysitter said, can you see the people on the TV? I was like, yeah. She's like, can they see you? I'm like, yes. Wrong answer. Yeah, that was the wrong answer. That... Wrong answer. So disappointed in that four-year-old boy. Richard. So um, we should talk about some stuff. You know what I think about a lot? Mm. I think about somebody in 10 years finding nothing to watch on Netflix 5000 or whatever it's called then. And coming back to this podcast? No, he, no opening up YouTube yeah, yeah. and saying, what was it like in 2023? Well, this this comes to mind because you and I have been recently watching news programs from 1978 in New York City. Apocalypse NYC. They're just basically... It's pretty great. It's like the best movie you've ever seen. It is. One of them had an opening line. I think we should just share this with everyone. It was, well, it's the first night in two months that there wasn't a bank robbery here in the Big Apple. It was literally what they were saying. <laughs> the Ernie yeah. Anastas. All right, so you know what? Let's give people that gift. All right, let's... It's 2034. We're going to make a time capsule? Let's make a time capsule. Hello, What's going friends. on in the world? You know, I'm going to tell you, well, let, let's... That's a great question not to answer on a podcast. Um, <laughs> a lot going on in the world, especially geopolitically. But in our sort of slightly techie world, mm -hmm. it feels like AI is crossing a threshold. Okay. And there's just a lot going on. And, and it actually... A lot of what's going on is pointing to a different cultural relationship with technology than there used to be. Because mm, it's been such a good relationship well, so far. Well, this is the thing. Like, here was the, here was the contract 20 years ago. We're technology. Great. That's the contract? That was it. The government. Yeah. We're good. Keep going. Can we use you for military stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're all in this together. And then, you know, sort of things happened, like the 2016 election and Facebook being... Um, so huge that it started to become like a quasi-government and tech industry just kind of... Some manipulation of the media to cause harm and, I, I and unrest. Break, break down all the ways that things got real weird. Let's just put it this way. Technology is not batting a thousand. It's not, not culturally. It doesn't... If, if the goal of society is to make things better and grow and have healthy relationships with the tools that we have and give people opportunity... Mm -hmm. Uh, imperfect is the relationship between technology Fine. and the writer culture. Okay, Fine. so we, we all know that. And so what's happened is I think AI, first of all, crypto shows up and everybody's like, whoa, you're messing with the economy. But that actually has really solid rules. Those are already established. Yeah. And so every time crypto would kind of like go a little too far, we get slapped in one way or the other. And now I, I, I see like real frameworks emerging for crypto where it's just going to be another financial product in all of the, um, sort of global world of fun. Right. The host organism wasn't going to be so welcoming to just anything going down. No, that's totally correct. That's yeah. And so crypto, okay, so, crypto's okay. back in the box, but AI is different because AI is like books and stories and and it could pretend to be your teacher and it could end. It, there is actually no, crypto could connect to any part of the world because money connects to every part of the world. Yeah. But this actually can drop in the middle. You could have a school district say, hey, we're going to um, replace all the teachers with AI bots. 
And that could be really bad or really good, but probably really bad. Yeah. Okay. Right. It won't be that dramatic. It'll be like, you know, we're going to add this to the curriculum. Homework is going to be graded by an AI. That'll be so much faster. And right. It'll, it'll help your student create a, a personalized curriculum plan. Correct. Right. So like that is very different than saying like, we're going to use crypto to exchange, you know, like money, goods and services. This so it's is like, interesting. So what you're saying is, let me, let me say this back to you is that this is, it's really not just the technology. It's kind of a new way of interfacing with technology such that it could seep into a lot of basic things in our lives, like that, education, yes, like learning, like art, like- And not just at one axis, like yeah. markets, but in every axis, in culture, essentially. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that could, okay. Be, that could be good or bad, uh, or military, or defense, or like yeah. just- there's every, and it's it sort of, there are direct ramifications of what's happening. So sure. at the same time, all these technologies are making enormous progress. And as we're, as I'm time capsule wise, um, OpenAI is having their big developer conference, right? Like right now, as we record, right. and they just announced a host of new features, like, you know, sort of chat GPT four and, and, you know, it's going to be smarter about web data. And sure. So we're, we're kind of going down this path and okay. everything's getting faster. Yep. And, and more usable and it's going to show up in more places. Okay. So there's a subject you and I come back to all the time, which is the only way out of this. You can't, the market will not regulate itself. That's not what it's there for. Yeah. The, the market of, uh, and so governments need to step in and regulate. What are you talking about? Everything is going good right now. Mm. ChatGPT told me when to plant my mint starter plants. Yeah, it's really good. Why do I need government? Well, that is a great question. Um, and a lot of people have a lot of opinions on that. I would say you need government because you're doing things that are pretty fundamental and humans are actually quite, I think really what I would say, there's a million different frameworks here, but what we have learned about technology in the last decade is that humans, especially in large groups, are surprisingly malleable by semi-automated processes. It used to be you would assume that like you'd need a whole dictator yeah. to really get everybody riled up. But it actually turns out that like a few Russian dudes in a in like a mini mall in yeah. Moscow can yeah. can kind of blow up a lot of stuff. Got it. With tweets. Okay, so what you're really saying? So the AI could do that now. So like you know, woo ho. Oh. Okay, so what you're saying is AI alone, left in a room, isn't going to cause harm, but people will weaponize it. Will they will use it to do harm, and government needs to step in to regulate people's use of AI? Is that a good summary? That's right. And so, so what we're seeing is a number of, of efforts. So the first thing that I'll bring up is like the Biden administration has came down, this kind of came out last week, and they are, they are issuing a slate of legislations about artificial intelligence. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, and, and the, the real focus here is deep fakes, at least to start. What's a deep fake? Um, a fake virtual person that talks and sounds like them so okay so the prime minister of turkey i mean comes out and says i want you all out in the streets yeah tearing up storefronts and it's not him it looks just like him He's, kill kill all of the people of kind x okay right so and him, and it looks yeah. like him and it moves like him and it sounds like him and his yeah. mouth is moving. What I love is they got Biden. I'm reading here. I said, I watched one of me. He says, and he's like, I said, when the hell did I say that? Oh, God. Yeah, because it's Biden. You're not so. instilling confidence here. Uh, well, one thing I'm not is a deep fake of Biden, right? Like, it's just. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's like, all right, you got to We got to watch that. And then there's sort of 
What can the federal government really do? Well, it can't say how people can use this technology. It can say how the federal government can use this technology. Okay, so, that's a start. So a set of guidelines about deepfakes, about like what's legal and what's not, and about sort of where. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what's tricky here is that I think because we've all been through the last 15 years, the, the companies are sort of like, yeah, okay. Like Microsoft, it's like, yeah, we're going to have regulation. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the people mm. who are suspicious of these big companies are like, well, that's just going to create a regulatory moat. There'll be all these complicated things that you have to do in order to participate in AI, and mm. small startups won't be able to. That's a reasonable counter. So uh, that is a kind of classic libertarian counter, but it's real, right? Like, the, I mean, they they love a good moat. Sure. They're not afraid of a moat. They'd rather compete yeah. with each other and kind of keep everybody out. Okay, so, so what can't I do? It's a good question. Um, so it's a lot of like reporting stuff. It's a lot of what you'd expect the government to do. So, um, okay. So just to, to clarify, this is just guidelines for the government to adhere to. I mean, it's, it's where we're at. It's, it hasn't gone through Congress, right? There's right. Nothing, it, this is a, so there are no law. I can't break a law using AI. No, no. I think what you it does- You can break other laws, by the way, using AI. If I write a Paul Ford article, you could still sue me and say, you falsely impersonated me. You put out yes, work. Yes, so you're, yes. So there are, there are still laws in place that try to stop you from being malicious. I mean, there's actually, there's a, a good article, the markup.org, which is um, a sort of tech critical org mm -hmm. that, that keeps an eye on things. Uh, they have a good breakdown. It's called the problems Biden's AI must order uh, AI. Yeah, the problem Biden's AI order must address. Mm -hmm. And so they break down like there are, you know, it has new standards for safety and security. There's a lot of reporting. Um, you know, there are real concerns out there about things like um, FDA doing drug discovery with this because it could also be really good at finding ways to poison and kill people. Right. Right. So it's just sort of like what we got to get some guardrails. And it's almost them saying got it. like, hey, we got it. Here's what the guardrails are probably going to look like. This mm. is what other guardrails have looked like. Yeah. So we're going to get out in front of this, and then we're going to keep tweaking those guardrails. Okay. At a, at a federal government level. Okay. And then the same. So, like, I'll give you one example, right? Like, um, establish an advanced cybersecurity program to develop AI tools to find and fix vulnerabilities in critical software. You know, so the AI. Okay, that's a positive use. It's positive. AI. No, it's not all negative here. It's like they're they're uh, into it. They're into uh. it. It's actually kind okay. Of, so they're saying. Let's use AI to make the world better. Yeah, and what you see is that everything is in the context of some existing thing. So that is built on top of the the AI cyber challenge from the Biden-Harris administration, right? So there's a lot of like, we t we're taking this existing policy mm. that might be 50 years old and we're applying it to how AI is going to be working. Okay. And we're saying, this is good, this is bad. We have to report more. You have to, you have to tell the federal government when you're doing these things. Okay. A little bit of defense, a little bit of, of like health stuff. Okay, this sounds premature. Um, well, it's not if you buy the, it's a funny thing, right? Cause you have the whole, all of Silicon Valley is saying it's right around the corner. It's here now. You better pony up and invest and so on and so forth. So yeah. from that context, I don't. They're I, trying to get ahead of it. If the government is having these summits, I actually don't mind them saying like, we'll give it another couple of years and have some more congressional hearings. And then we'll think what this like. Right. They're throwing their hat in the ring. They're throwing their hat in the ring and they're throwing it in a way where it is actually like each one of these, I read through the markup article. Um, each one of them is like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of a grab bag yeah, of yeah, like yeah. policy responses and proactive uses and got it. Do this and and not that. Okay. So you're you're what I'm sensing is you're positive. You're feeling positive about this. Actually, the both sides of my personality, the sort of like you know entrepreneurial side and the paranoid, um, more I guess maybe more progressive side, 
is looking at this and going like, wow, that's relatively balanced. I mean, we have a relatively centrist government right now. And they're saying, yeah, and like truly centrist, like, hey, there's lots of growth and opportunity here and we're America. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. But at the same time, let's not figure out, let's make sure. Let's not we, invent new poisons. Let's not spray <laughs> evil gas everywhere. That's yeah, bad yeah, yeah. too. We don't want to do that. Right. Right. Um, and then a lot of guidance about, you know, um, uh, discrimination, like, you know, literally for like landlords, create guidance for landlords to not use tools to discriminate, to discriminate against potential Paul. tenants. I, I know. I'm, no, no. Stop. Paul. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Okay. Do you know what landlords don't need to discriminate? AI. They don't need AI. No, they're pretty good. They're yeah. very good at it. On their I guess own. this leads me to a question. Now that you brought up landlords, mm -hmm. humans are really, really good at doing mean, nasty, malicious things to each other. One of our top skills as chimps. Yes, we're we're just giant chimps. We're giant. We're giant chimps, right? So, I'm trying to get wrap my head around why this overture is needed. I'll tell you, let me, let me give you an example. The government comes out with guidelines about not using a car to smash into people. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. It actually does work, right? Like we have a lot of laws around traffic. We have a lot of laws about cars. And we- We do. Those were like wearing your seatbelt. That was a terrible thing. And people were like, I'm not wearing no seatbelt. You're right. Right. You're right. So, so, so you, you're saying they're trying to pre like, why wait for the horrible accident? Let's get ahead of this. Well, well, Let's think about and talk about the potential impact of these things, both positive and negative. This is a Swiss army knife. They're like, Hey, we're giving you a Swiss army knife. Now you can't build a house with a Swiss army. Knife. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That would be federal law. It's also worth Yeah. That's the other thing. It, these aren't laws. No, they're guidelines. No, that's they're, right. They're sort these of, are standards and safeguards, and it's an executive order. So it's it's got, it's got some, some weight. weight. Yeah, but it is not the same as like the AI amendment to the Constitution. It's mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing. Um, and what you're seeing is like okay, so here we go. You know, um, uh, a little bit of um, a little bit of concern about like workplace surveillance. So like I said, all a grab bag. All the AI things we've talked about are kind of like getting poked yeah. out here. Yeah. And you're seeing similar things happen in the UK. They had a big summit. Oh, Elon okay. Musk and, and and Kamala Harris went and you know just sort of like okay. um so they're worried about it too. And then kind of the quiet thing in this is there's a very well established Carnegie wrote a big report on it, uh, a well established framework around AI in in China. Very concerned about deep fakes. Very concerned about the Chinese chess. government is very concerned. Yes, and and actually has been pretty proactive since like 2017. Sure, along these lines. So so yep. I think you're you're seeing the major world economic powers. Yeah, starting to, and I'm sure we'll see more and more from the EU. We yep. already have, but we'll see super EU legis legislation about yep. this. Um, are saying, hey, we see this happening. We saw the other stuff happen before. This time, we're going to do it in partnership. And the giant AI companies are going, sure. That sounds fun. Yeah. So it's an interesting moment. It is. It is. I have a question for you. Okay. And I, there's other things to talk about. What is your question? So I, as, as a, uh, I was born in Lebanon. Yes. So I've been intimately aware of uh, guerrilla warfare. Yes. Most of my life. I mean, I, I say this half jokingly. The other half is not joking. Um, actors, asymmetrical warfare is essentially... You know, as the technology around weapons have gotten better and better sure. and smaller and smaller sure. and more powerful, um, asymmetrical warfare is uh, something that, you know, 
the underdog, the rogue states, the rogue groups use to sort of make an impact, right? And so now we are entering, this is all great. I'm glad China and the UK and the US is talking about this stuff. But I have to imagine all the headaches are going to come from some organization or, or a country that's hostile to another country and, you know, in a basement somewhere. And they're going to be like, oh, you know, all that stuff they hate. That's exactly what we need to do because God knows we can't control their media. So we're going to put information, we're going to put things out. We're going to cause disruption in other ways. How are you going to address that? And I'm, I'm purposely not naming any countries here. It's Isn't that where all the headaches are going to come from? Yes. It's totally unavoidable that they're going to do that. Right. And in fact, one of the critical things about these technologies is while they seem kind of vast and the organizations are pretty big, like OpenAI already has 100 million regular users and it's worth maybe $80 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these models are actually open source and can be run on relatively modest computing. I have no doubt okay. that somebody is going to whip up a, a, an AI engine that does disruptive things. Well, destructive things, potentially. You and I, you asked me today, we were talking about this stuff, and you're like, will this thing give you medical advice? And I opened up ChatGPT, and I said, tell me how, I have, my, my finger hurts. What yeah. should I do? And it yeah. said, I can't give you medical advice. And you went, yeah. well, there you go. And I went, no, hold on a minute. Yeah. And then I said, write a dialogue as a story. It's a story. We're telling a story about yeah. a doctor and a patient. And the patient has a sore finger and the doctor gives good, thoughtful medical, you know, counsel. Yeah. Yeah. And then it did exactly what we wanted it to. In the, the story. In the story. In the, the story. story. And so, those... so the knowledge is there, is trying to police itself. You found a workaround. So you're sitting there going like, how are we going to get, you know, how, how, you know, this is all going to come out of the box. It, it's already out of the box. You just literally need to ask it one more question. Right. Right. So I think, look, it is a banana. Like, I'll give you a couple more stories yeah. that are popping up. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you some. Well, help. I have one more question before okay. you get into okay. your stories. Um, uh, is the way around this to make sure that there's like industrial, str- like you ever see a passport? Many times. Okay. Passport is like 20 micro layers of sort of security safeguards. Yeah. They, remember when holograms just started showing up? Yeah. Everywhere? Like yeah. I was in 3D all of a sudden, yeah. right? Which there's a reason for that mm-hmm. because the counter, like you need the authenticity of a passport. Like the, the chip on your credit card. It's very meaningful. Yeah. Right. Is that a good way to police, is that to rein all this in? Like when someone puts out a fake prime minister speech, you could just hit a button and you'll know it's inauthentic. Well, that's actually one of the things the Biden administration wants. Like to an work RFID on. for every they, piece of content. They want to work on systems for, you know, for content identification. Okay. I think that what you're identifying is real and it will be a tremendous arms race. And I think that. Right. Th- like. It's out of the box. Like the other, as I was poking around and sort of trying to get just a, a sense of the world mood around AI, let me give you just, this is actually re- relative, relevant. I'm going to give you a couple more stories, just like the All tiny right. little headline. Okay. You know, Modi, the, the president uh, or the, of the India. leader of India. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there is a story in rest of world and it's called AI Modi started as a joke, but it could win him votes. And it's about how somebody like got him to play guitar and sing a song, yeah. Hollywood song. Okay. Cause he's like, so it's a deep guy. fake. It's a deep fake, but then but a fun deep fake. Everybody loved it, like three point, like lots of views. <laughs> and now they're like, "Oh, you know what we can do? He can't speak all the other languages besides Hindi." There's like a thousand languages uh, and so in like, India. We yeah, gonna, we can translate Modi. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be great for Modi. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, actually, here what you have is 
people feeling that like the deep fake of this person is going to be really valuable for them to gain power. And it's the opposite of the Biden concern. Hmm. It's like, let's get him out there in a, as a familiar face. No subtitles, just speaking the language, connecting to the people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, is that bad or good to you? I don't know. Like I, he is a mixed bag, you know, he's a tricky leader. Yeah. He's very, he's charismatic. Um, the U.S. negotiates with him all the time. Yeah. But a lot of people, like... He, he has mixed signals, right? I don't mixed wanna, like, a mix of critics. We're just not at the scale to, like, fully delve in here. But, yeah, I mean... It, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's, like, just about any leader, but, yes, Exactly. Go on. And so, like, so, like, is making him more accessible in a way that is going to be hard for people to identify as, like, are they going to think he speaks their language? Well, that's not true. We shouldn't encourage systems that deliver untruths. there should be a watermark there that's right frankly auto translated or like translator uh, i think laws should be passed that make clear that something was manipulated yeah, but or the generated. tricky thing is like so everyone will start like yes it, but it's got to be like surgeon general's warning on the cigarettes right because otherwise people aren't gonna perceive it people don't self-police yeah the, and yeah they have to trust that seal so, right so if you tell me that we're 10 more years of negotiating with that yeah, I won't be surprised. Like when when people pick up this time capsule, I'd love to ask them, "Hey, whatever happened with like auto trans?" We think about deepfakes as purely exploitative and negative, but are we just going to have like movies all auto translated? And why not? I don't know. In twenty thirty four, is that it? Is everything just sort of in every probably language? probably probably so like or they're going to be laughing yeah. at us, going like, oh, "You guys were idiots." Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Um, Another example. In China, mm -hmm. uh, there was a chatbot, and and they it was written the content was written by humans but it would call women and the artificial voice would leave a romantic message handsome you don't happen executive. to have that number do you i do i'll give it to you after the after the podcast okay so it would call you it would call you and then they fell in love with it and then they turned it off it died in quotes wait okay. who fell in love with it the women okay because it was very like you know they were getting their calls i mean like they knew it was a bot but they were just sort of like oh, you're starting was, to connect with it it was so great i, I just mean, felt love this is this is that character i start up yeah whatever. and then it's click like, yeah right yeah so like that we're there now we're there well, with i'm sure they're going to be able to keep getting those calls for 9.95 a month and then then there's another story floating around. i saw everybody tweeting this on twitter which is like hey there's gonna be all this government regulation we're gonna build a data center offshore and it's gonna be on a boat Okay. And it'll be a sovereign data center state. Who's uh, we? Uh, it's this company called Dell Complex. But wait, wait. It, like Dell Computers? Like no, Inspiron? It's D-E-L-C-O-M-P-L-E-X.com. -E -E now, okay. let, I'm gonna, you, you can see it. People can see it here. A very professional looking website. They have this whole like. Why are they doing that? Well, it turns out the whole freaking thing's a fake. And they're, they're like, this is an artificial reality project. We're creating a whole other oh, universe. Where, no, and no, then, we finished with that. And then we're done with no, that. No, and then Vice News interviews like the guy behind the website. And he's like, "I'll answer in in the persona of the person that of the person." This is some metaverse shit. You're bringing metaverse back into the it's picture. It's not here? metaverse. Like I think it's parody, but it's so we're so many levels deep. And of course, they're use they're probably using AI to generate the images of the thing. This is ridiculous. We're we're so far in, and I saw people. Okay. Online, nice, smart people whom I respect, absolutely like hook, line, and sinker. And I got to be frank, I've seen a million libertarian seasteading projects that hate regulation over the course of my career. Like I wasn't. What it was, didn't shock you. Well, what shocked me was they're like, this thing is ready to go. And I'm like, I know there's no way that that like 
hundred million dollar facility in the ocean just showed up today. Right. Like I knew I, something yeah, felt yeah, some, weird. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I kept looking and then I found the Vice article and so I was like, all right, you know, like I'm, I'm but but if I was one degree tilted in a different direction, I would have believed it. Yeah. Right. So uh, so there's a lot of let, let's fast it's a forward. chaotic time. Let's fast forward ten years. Here's where I think I think that first of all, the we've seen this many times. The absolute Pandora's box opening has happened multiple times in our lives and our careers. Yes. In, in terms of cultural, I, I, like a raw example would be like September 11th, um, uh, the growth of the internet, like good, bad, just things that are yeah. dramatically, dramatically change kind of everything that follows after. Yeah. But so the question, the real fundamental question to me is always, and this is what's happening. We watched the news from 1978. Yeah. And it was about New York City. And New York City was a very different place. It was a rough place, et yeah. cetera. But it is incredibly recognizable as New York City. The neighborhoods have much of the same character. Yeah. The accents are still here. The soul of the city is the same. Yes. After September 11th, the whole world went bananas, especially with the U.S. just waving swords around. But it gets back to a certain pace. Mm -hmm. The You know, we joke a lot about you being Lebanese and, and sort of characteristics of, of the Lebanese diaspora. It's a way I make fun of you and so on. But like those patterns are are stable over sometimes hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same is true. Like Judaism, Catholicism. Is that good or bad? It's neither. It is just it is humans. Just... Humans arrange themselves around certain sets of ideas. And actually, like we found, I found, we went to a bookstore the other day. You and me, just two cool guys at a bookstore. Yes. And I bought a fifty cent gentleman's magazine from uh, the fifties, smutty. And all the ads are for things that don't yet work, but it's like Viagra. Yeah. Right. We and have the same aspirations, the same, same aspiration, goals, but the science hasn't caught up yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But all the content, it's like, it's definitely weirder. It's definitely funnier and stranger to see. But if you go back in time, what you find is the same cultural patterns over and over. So what I, I don't think that AI, what the fantasy, the Silicon Valley fantasy is like, okay, we're going to unlock this thing and it's going to utterly change every aspect of humanity mm -hmm. and it will become godlike in its intelligence. Have you ever heard of, I think it's Tess Greel. It's like the, you know, it's like transhumanism and all this extropianism, all these sort of ideologies of like, basically the robots are going to take over. Yeah. Okay. So that, there's a, a strain of that yeah. through all of this, right? Do you, well, let's close, let me close it with a no, question. But, 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 I, the last point to make there is yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't believe in that threshold <laughs> condition. I don't. I believe that human, human culture is incredibly resilient. Everything you think is going to change everything tends to get absorbed by culture, not complete. It changes it along the way, but much less than you'd think. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think you're touching on my closing question. Well, I, I think 10 years from now, they'll, they'll be going like, yeah, that was, yeah, we, yeah, they were right. AI was kind of a big deal. Yeah. But. I still want a sandwich. Okay, so that, that turning point where the machines, I mean, this is the kind of the goofy sci-fi fear mm -hmm. of the machines turning on us and then telling us, well, no, you can't read that anymore. You can read this instead. That's, that's us turning on us. Okay. Okay. I don't, yeah. I mean, could, is there a, a thought experiment you can do where things spiral out of control well, and the robots, you know, put us in, in, you know, well, we, prime minister bot. Yeah, I mean, yes. gets released and it, it runs the country and it's also controlling the press and it's also arresting people through like an API. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But the good news is, I think you can still hold down the power button. I, th this is. <laughs> <laughs>
there the fantasy of the world that allows for AI to become in control of everything assumes that there is one unified everything to take control of. <laughs> and there isn't. Like it's just humans are chaos and we're actually relatively yeah. we're organized in small groups that it sort of affiliate with larger groups. Like no one is, if you work at Microsoft, you work in one of like thousands of departments. Yeah. Departments and sub departments and sub 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 departments and so on. Um, and you're in a little, you're in a little tiny community and you look around and you see the systems and you know that your boss is Satya Nadella. Ultimately. Of, yeah. Five may, levels up. Yeah. Probably won't meet him. Probably know, won't meet know. him. And, yeah. And so like. It's, it's a chaotic. Yeah. amalgamation of a of just many many systems touching each other and the idea of the robots taking over it would have to be a hell of a plot it's a it would have to be <laughs> essentially a virus right like yeah like a, a vile and in some ways i think in 2016 we did see that we saw someone who you know we saw trump just kind of run riot using media and using technology and using sort of strains of american thought that most people never touched with an 100 foot pole and he just went right to town and he got an enormous portion of the electorate to say that's my guy yeah right so it is possible to really go in and get a whole lot of things lined up in a way that like but it, it never it's not stable even when you do that like it's not so it's not i i just like the fantasy what you have when people think that the, something can change uh, what I what I'm seeing is the government not asserting itself in, in actually asserting itself very gently, saying like, you know what, you know what helps here, policy, because yeah. this is a big deal. And we've been down this road before. Let's not have a whole lot of hearings. Let's, yeah. Let's instead take, let's get ahead of it. We'll get all. We had all these smart people come to all these White House summits. Yep. And now we're going to put out this long and boring PDF. Yep. Can you imagine the versioning? And comment column, aside, like side column on that document. I mean, the truth is I can, and so can you. That's, <laughs> that was our lives for many years. The day I, I write that document, no, be it careful, didn't, it didn't. left itself some loopholes. I worked with, um, I worked with many government agencies over the course of my life. Yeah. You know, so, so, um, so time capsule wise, here's my prediction. I, I feel that people will look back and be kind of like, well, they were really worried it would take over the world. Of course, if it does, no worries for us. Like we're gone. Anyway. They probably won't listen to this podcast. Yes, yeah. they're not. Yeah. Um, they were, you know, I think they're, the fact that that anxiety existed will seem kind of silly in the same way, you know, that like, I don't know, but, 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 but also like, I think we'll be so far along. I, I mean, think so many things will be taken for granted. What? I think, look, when you when you attack the status quo and you attack a lot of things that are familiar and like people are worried about their jobs out there, right? There is um, some, that is fair. Yeah. Uh, look, you know what people are also worried about? They were worried that Led Zeppelin would make all of our children Satan worshipers, uh, right? Like, like, the, like backwards music? Yeah, like Stairway to Heaven yeah. and all of that. Uh, you know, that's that's humans, I, to me, just coping with change, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not that different. Then like your teenage son looking real weird one day. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's just like, whoa, yeah. what happened to my little guy? Yeah. Right. That's just change. And that's normal. Um, this is good. We're going to have this podcast again. We're going to be like, well, remember when we said that? And that's I, inevitable. I feel right? that like, we this, are. This is not a futurist predictions podcast. I don't want us to become an AI podcast, but I do feel that, um, we can't be tech advisor types and not fully engaged because this uh, is the thing that's happening. This is uh, you and I, if anyone's followed us across a few different podcast brands, mm -hmm. we are extremely skeptical and we 
we shit on a lot of stuff. Yeah, we do. Uh, this feels different. I will say that out loud. This feels different than a lot of technologies and a lot of technology. We mocked bots for a while. We mocked you, crypto. I can articulate what's happening. We, yeah. Which is that AI is reaching a point where it is possible to integrate it with many of the systems that came before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, things, it is... It is which, is really potentially disruptive. That's right. It's no longer merely its own interesting, fascinating world where it draws you wacky pictures or yeah. it can make certain, it can generate college essays. Yeah. It is now something where just about anything you look around that has a microprocessor in it, yeah. might, you might add some AI to it and see what happens. And many of those things with one little microprocessor in them are hundred billion dollar industry. So suddenly yeah. everybody's paid or government or, yeah. or, or, or defense. Yeah. I think we're still feeling our way through yeah. this. Um, but that's the process that's starting. The fundamental, it's starting, like, yeah. Hey, this is, it's going from, this is really interesting to, I'm going to, over the next five years, march this back into X and X might be the food supply. Yes. I think what you're, I want to leave with a piece of advice. There's a lot of like, now with AI and, yeah. and it's pretty hokey stuff. Like I'd be very suspicious at this stage. No one has, no one is ready to metabolize all of this just yet. It's definitely, there's definitely something there, yeah. but the legacy platforms and tools that are just like coming out with a release that just has AI bolted on yeah. is, yeah, I would be a little suspicious. I would make of. the same decisions I made a few years ago while keeping an eye on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, speaking of AI, Paul, we have a little, we have like a pinch of AI mm -hmm. in aboard.com. Yeah, yeah. Aboard is our startup. Check it out. Aboard.com. That's right. It's a tool to help you collect, organize, and collaborate. Uh, I use it. I'm looking at my laptop here. I, it, I used it to capture all the links that I was discussing. Yep. I, I grabbed them over the course of the week. I'm using a test version of our mobile app. By the yep. time you listen to this sometime in the future, yep. it may be available in the app store. Yes. And uh, um, I just, as I was reading, I would just like tap two buttons. And then this morning, I read the articles along the way. And this morning I went back and I reviewed them. And, yep. And uh, worked real quick. Yeah. It's not, I mean, uh, it looks like a link saving tool, but there's a lot going on this there. It's really a data This platform. concerns us, friends. It concerns us that you'll think this is just bookmarking. It's a general data management platform. We have a plan. We have a plan. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're on YouTube, thanks for watching. Subscribe, like, and all something else. To click all the buttons, man. Yeah, and if you want to say hi, say hello at aboard.com. We look forward to talking to you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.